and welcome to the FMH Fitness Podcast. My name is Faye and the aim of this podcast in a nutshell is to help you. I'm a personal trainer, online fitness and nutrition coach for women and older adult fitness specialist for all. I am also an ambassador for Swindon Domestic Abuse Support Service, formerly known as Swindon Women's Aid. My most important role though is solo parenting my daughter Amber and our Copper Spaniel Stanley. Join me as I share with you my knowledge, experience and more than likely my daily dramas involving the kid and the dog. My aim though is to support women who feel too overwhelmed and unmotivated to prioritise their health and fitness, but also to work with older adults who want to live a healthy, functional and independent life. Thank you for tuning in and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to episode four. Today I wanted to come on and talk to you about energy balance, which is essentially us talking about calories in versus calories out. Now this is something that a lot of people don't actually understand or they haven't been told and I think it's something we are starting to become more aware of. But over the years, so many different diets have been promoted that so many people are led to believe that a particular diet or a particular way of eating is the solution for fat loss when actually the only thing that you have to do to achieve fat loss is to be in a calorie deficit. Now there are loads of ways to achieve that calorie deficit so it's not just as simple as you know being a calorie deficit. There are loads of things which impact the calorie deficit but essentially if you lose body fat, it is because you're in a calorie deficit. So when you're looking at all these other diets that are promoted, so let's say the 5-2 diet or Atkins or Paleo, any of those diets, let's go with the low-carb diets, for example. The reason people lose fat on a low-carb diet or potentially lose fat on a low-carb diet isn't because it's low carbs. It's not the reduction of carbs that is leading you to lose fat. It is a reduction of calories. You know, you're taking out this massive macronutrient and you're taking it away. And with that, you are taking loads of calories. So if you go on a low carb diet and you lose weight, then we can say that that's because you're in a calorie deficit. It's not specifically to do with the carbs. That's not to say that a low carb diet is bad at all. Um, I certainly wouldn't be promoting keto, for example, which is practically no carbs, unless you were a child with epilepsy, and then actually that's quite beneficial. Um, But for the general population, I would never ever recommend keto at all. Um, But low carb, fine, if that's what you want to do. And if that's something that you can stick to and something you can adhere to, then fine, go for it. But don't think that carbs are the enemy because to lose body fat, you just need to be in a calorie deficit. But how you achieve that calorie deficit, there are loads of ways to achieve it. But let's say, for example, you could you could eat a McDonald's twice a day, every day, and lose weight because you're in a calorie deficit. However, if you aren't consuming enough protein, which we know fills you up, it would be very hard for you to stick to just those two McDonald's a day. You're probably going to be quite hungry. 
you're also probably going to be quite lethargic because you haven't got the right minerals and vitamins inside you to give you that energy. So although it ultimately comes down to calories for fat loss, you do have to think about what you are consuming because that will impact on your fat loss. So as we said, fat loss comes down to a calorie deficit. That is the be all and end all, really. If you're in a calorie deficit, you will lose body fat and that is the only way you will lose body fat. So to do that, you need to be burning more calories than you are consuming. So the calories that you burn, that is known as your energy expenditure and that can be broken down into four different things. Your basal metabolic rate, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, whoever came up with that mouthful needs to rewrite that. You also have your exercise activity thermogenesis and your thermic effect of food. So there's four things that make up your energy expenditure. So starting with your BMR, that's your basal metabolic rate, that is the calories that you burn just from being alive, just from living. So if you were to just lie down and not move all day, you would still burn calories because your body is having to work to keep you alive, like digestion, for example. It's working to keep you alive. So even if you let down all day, didn't move, you would still burn calories. Maybe it's around a thousand a day. Not sure, it's different for everyone. But dependent on your height, your weight, your age, those things all impact how many calories you burn at rest. Then you have your uh, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which is your NEAT. That is any movement that isn't specifically exercise so that might be cleaning the house doing the gardening walking to the shop it's movement across the day and that's actually the most important one of energy expenditure it's where you are going to burn the most calories because it's your movement across the entire day then you have your exercise activity thermogenesis your eat and that is the calories you burn through exercise now obviously most of you are probably exercising, I don't know, three times a week for 30 minutes to an hour. You don't actually burn that many calories doing exercise. We'll talk about the calories on your fitness watch another day, but essentially it's not accurate at all. So you don't know how many calories you burn when you exercise, but it's not that much. So actually you burn more from your daily movement, which is why we say that a step target is quite important because it gives you a general idea of how much you're moving and it will give you a general idea of how high your NEAT is. Um, so NEAT is the one that really we want to focus on if we want to burn more calories. And then on top of that we also have our thermic effect of food. This one I really struggle to explain in a coherent sentence so just bear with me. But basically it's the calories um, you burn di digesting your food. Now, dependent on the food depends on how many calories you burn. So fats, for example, 0 to 3% of the fats you consume, you won't, you won't store the calories because you'll be burning them to digest that food. Then you've got carbs, which is 5 to 10%. And then you've got protein, which is actually 20 to 30%. So actually, it's another reason why protein is so important and so important for fat loss. And this is going to be a podcast again for another day. But actually, it's got the highest thermic effect of food. So you will burn more calories digesting protein than you will from carbs and fats. 
So another good reason to keep your protein high because you won't actually store all of the calories from protein because you'll be burning it to digest. So those are the four things that make up your energy expenditure for the day. And then if you want to be in a calorie deficit, that energy expenditure needs to be higher than the calories that you consume. Now this is where some people trip up and it's somewhere that I've tripped up before is by relying on your fitness watch. And again, we could do a whole podcast on this, but essentially I've done it before when my watch has told me that I burn 2,600 calories a day. And at that time I was actually trying to gain a bit of muscle and gain a bit of weight. So I started eating 3,000 calories a day because my watch was telling me that I was burning 2,600. Well, as you can imagine, I started piling on the weight. I wanted to put on a little. I didn't want to put on the 18 pounds that I put on. But that's, yeah, lesson learned, don't listen to your watch. Now I know that I can eat around 2,000 to 2,200 calories a day and I can maintain my weight. So I know that my energy expenditure is around 2,000 to 2,200 a day. And if I eat that, then I maintain my weight. If I want to lose weight, I need to eat under that. Or if I wanted to gain weight, then I would eat over that. Now there's no way of knowing an exact number of what you need to hit to be in a calorie deficit. And it's very, very trial and error. So there are calorie calculators that you can use. Some online ones are better than others. If you use MyFitnessPal, for example, it will almost always set 1,200 calories for a woman, which is just far too low. Um, But there's quite a lot of good ones online. I quite often use the um, James Smith calorie calculator because he also does a protein target, which is quite helpful. And I don't find his targets to come out quite that ridiculous. Um, But in general, I'll use my uh, group of women as an example. Majority of them are on around 1,600 to 1,700 calories a day. That is very, very general. And I'm not telling you that should be your calorie target to be in a deficit. But for the group that I'm currently working with, that is the general advice. And I haven't got anyone on lower than 1,400 calories. I've actually only got one person on 1,400. And that's because of her age, weight and height. And it just means that she needs to be on slightly lower because we've been working on this a long time. And we know that's the number she needs to hit to lose weight. So generally, I don't tend to go under 1500 if possible, because the lower you go, and again, this is something we could talk about forever, the lower you go in calories, the harder it is to stick to. And you need to be consuming calories that you can stick to consistently, that you can adhere to, because if you can't stick to it, then what's the point? You're not going to get anywhere. And that is why... 80% of diets fail because they cause huge restriction for a short period of time and you very quickly lose the weight but then you can't maintain that long term. I don't know anyone who can maintain 1200 calories long term. It's just insane. Like 1200 calories is basically my evening snacks to be honest with you. It's so low and it just can't be, I mean it could be stuck to but you wouldn't be healthy and you wouldn't be happy. So you need to find a calorie target that works for you and you do that through trial and error. So what I do with my ladies who sign up for coaching with me is that I take a look at their age, weight, height, their activity levels, their daily steps, their goal, and I set them a very generic calorie target. And I get them to follow that for say two to three weeks consistently every day. 
And I'll say now, that doesn't have to be every day, as in if I say 1600, you have to hit 1600 every day. It's a daily average across the week. So some days you might hit 1500, some days 1700. But on average, I want you hitting 1600 a day for the week. And I get them to do that for two to three weeks. And then I get them to weigh daily if that's not something that will affect their mental health. Because then from daily weighing, I can see whether there is a downward trend in weight loss. And you won't see that in the first week. You need the data for a couple of weeks to be able to see whether that downward trend is there. And if there's no downward trend, and if that client is absolutely adamant that they have stuck to those calories and they've tracked correctly, then we would look at either lowering their calorie target or increasing their energy expenditure. So that might be increasing their steps or increasing their exercise. But I would get them doing that for two to three weeks first because you can't tell after a week. And that is again where people go wrong. They diet for a week and they think, oh, this isn't working. I'm still eating too much. And then they drop again. And then they drop again. When actually sometimes they aren't even sticking to the calorie target they've set themselves. So they drop it even lower than what they couldn't even stick to in the first place, which makes absolutely no sense. So it really is trial and error. And this is why we always say that fat loss is a process and it's not a quick overnight thing. It's not something you're going to do in a month. It is a process. It takes time. But if you give it that time and you allow yourself to work through the progress, the progress, the process, then you can figure out what actually works for you and you can learn to do it in a way that you can be consistent with. Whereas if you go for an extreme diet that puts you in huge restriction, no one wants to stick with that. So it's worth putting in the time and putting in the effort to figure out what actually works for you and how you can implement that in a way that you can stick to every day. And there are various different things that you can do that will support you to achieve that calorie deficit long term until you've you know hit your weight target and then you want to move to maintenance but the things that are going to help you stick to calorie deficit might include meal planning uh, popping your foods into my fitness power first thing in the morning consuming enough protein in every meal making sure you're filling all of your meals with high volume low calorie foods I don't know if I already set set meal said set meal timings I've lost myself already But basically, there's lots of different things that we can do to support you to achieve your calorie deficit. And I will do a podcast on that another day because that is a whole other half an hour that we can do. But for now, hopefully, that has just given you a bit of an insight into how you achieve fat loss, which is essentially by being in a calorie deficit, by achieving that right energy balance. If you want more support with that, we do have a new intake of Empowered by Faye Marie starting on the 1st of August and these are the things we talk about and these are the ways that I help you so my ladies come to me and they say I'm struggling with my deficit I, I don't know how to get my protein up or I'm struggling to stick to my calories I always overeat in the evenings these are the things that we talk about they're the things that we discuss in the group and that is the way that I coach my ladies so if you feel like you want some support in achieving your calorie deficit or whether you want support with maintaining your weight or even if you want support in building some muscle and putting on a bit of weight drop me a message we can have a chat Um, but for now I am going to go and grab 10 minutes out in the sunshine before I go to the gym with my mum thank you for listening again I hope that was helpful and I will be back soon
for listening and I hope you found that useful. If you have any questions or if you're interested in coaching, please head to my website www.fmhfitness.co.uk where you'll find all my social media links and contact details. If you really enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to share with your family and friends or hit the subscribe button to keep up to date with future episodes. As always, thank you for supporting my little business.